0: we
1: great way to uh, begin this gathering tonight, to be reminded of Jesus coming, is hope coming. We're so glad that you are here this evening, that you have chosen to spend this hour with us as we uh, celebrate the birth of Christ once again and and celebrate this glorious night of worshiping him. Tonight, as has been our practice for a long time, the offering that we take a little bit later uh, is an offering that we will be giving away. And uh, this year's offering will, will go toward uh, helping in the recovery effort in Puerto Rico. We'll be working with uh, World Hope and also with the Wesleyan Academy in Puerto Rico that uh, the community here has connections to. And uh, we want to thank you in advance for your generosity. Please pray with me. Father, during this gathering, as we read the scriptures and as we sing the carols that proclaim Christ's coming, make this an extraordinary time experiencing once again the wonder and the mystery of Christ's birth and of his entrance into our world and into our very lives in his name we pray amen
2: Tonight is the eve of Christ's birth. The waiting is almost over. The time for God's divine love and light to descend into our dark world is upon us.
0: How does the light of God come to us?
2: God's light comes through Jesus, who became a human being just like you and me, so that he could show us the way back to God's divine love and light. Open our eyes, O God, to the magnificence of your light. Our eyes become dim and our hearts become cold to the wonder of your glorious Son. Tonight, help us see clearly, help us hear perfectly, help us receive openly, through Christ our Lord.
0: A
1: reading from the prophet Isaiah. Nevertheless, that time of darkness and despair will not go on forever. The land of Zebulun and Naphtali will be humbled. But there will be a time in the future when Galilee of the Gentiles, which lies along the road that runs between the Jordan and the sea, will be filled with glory. The people who walk in darkness will see a great light. For those who live in a land of deep darkness, a light will shine. You will enlarge the nation of Israel, and its people will rejoice. They will rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest, and like warriors dividing the plunder— For you will break the yoke of their slavery and lift the heavy burden from their shoulders. You will break the oppressor's rod, just as you did when you destroyed the army of Midian.
2: Our time of waiting has come to an end. The light of the world has come in human flesh— Hope is born in a manger. Love cries among shepherds and angels. Peace coos in his mother's arms. May we live as enamored with this child, who is both Savior and Lord, as those who bow before him on this glorious night. Amen. Please stand as we sing together.
3: Christ's birth and kingdom are foretold by the prophet Isaiah. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of darkness, a light has dawned. You have enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest, as warriors rejoice when dividing the plunder. For as in the day of Midian's defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burdens them
0: in swaddling clothes, born to bind up our wounds, all weary souls will rejoice when they hear the good news, unto us a child is born. 6-38.
4: I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. This is the word of the Lord.
2: Please stand and sing with us.
5: He gave him the name Jesus. This is the word of the Lord.
6: The child that you deliver will soon deliver you. Mary, did you know that your baby boy would give sight to a blind man? Mary, did you know that your baby Calm a storm with His hand Did you know
7: Through 20 St. Luke tells of the birth of Jesus. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a, d- a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David.
4: Please stand and sing with us.
8: It's been our privilege over the years and decades to share our Christmas Eve offering with a variety of ministries and people both near and far. And again this year, it's our joy to give to others in need, our brothers and sisters in Puerto Rico. So thank you for your part as we give to World Hope, which early on provided generators, hygiene kits, tarps, food purification, many other things to those in need, often with on-the-ground assistance from our folks in the Wesleyan churches there. We're also joining with others to assist the Wesleyan Academy, a fine K-12 through Christian school that has long connections to Houghton and our community here, and as they are restoring their facilities. So thank you for your help and your part tonight. Let's pray together as we receive this offering. Lord, bless these gifts. So that your love and hope can fill the hearts and lives of the people of Puerto Rico, we pray in Jesus' name.
0: For a miracle, the heart longs for a little bit of hope. Oh, come, oh, come in man you A child prays for peace on earth, and she's calling out from a sea of hurt. Oh, come, oh, come.
2: children, if they would like to, to come forward and sit down here with me. I've got a couple of interesting things here you might want to see. You can sit right here on the floor, okay? Wow, there's a lot of kids coming. That's awesome. didn't break. Wee! Something went boom. Boy, you all look really festive tonight. Do you know it's Christmas Eve? Yeah.
0: yeah. Tomorrow's Christmas. And tomorrow's Christmas. And I got a fuzzy, fuzzy sweater. You got a fuzzy
2: sweater. It's really pretty, yeah. Happy birthday. Wow. So I want to talk to you for a minute about presents. Do any of you like to get presents? Yeah!
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I like presents too. In fact, I love presents. I love to give presents. I love to receive presents. I love to watch other people open presents. Presents are just exciting and fun and sometimes there's something unexpected in a present. Has that ever happened to you? You know, when I was your age, I always wanted the biggest presents under the tree. I just thought the biggest presents would hold the most wonderful things inside. But that wasn't always the case. And when I got a little older, my mom let me in on a secret. She said, sometimes the greatest things come in small packages. So then I started liking small packages. And now I just like any kind of gift. It doesn't (laughs) matter. But if you had a choice... And you could choose this big gift right here, or this kind of small gift, or this small gift, or this gift. How many of you would choose this big gift? A lot of you. Oh, yeah. How many of you would choose this gift? Oh, lots of you. How about this one? You want them all. How about this one? Oh, there's a couple of you that would choose this one. I'm surprised. This one's not very beautiful compared to the other gifts. Do you know one time when I was just maybe a little bit older than you, Grayson, I wanted a soccer ball. That's what I wanted for Christmas more than anything. And I liked presents so much that sometimes I would do something that was a little bit naughty, and that would be, I would go and look under the secret place where my mom would hide the Christmas gifts before she'd put them out under the tree. And one day, I remember sneaking into the back of the closet where the gifts were, and I saw a box. And it was a big, well, sort of a medium-sized box like this. And the box sort of bulged out on the sides, and I thought, oh, it's my soccer ball. So, when nobody was around, I went back into the closet one day and I very carefully started to take the tape off the edges because I needed to put it back on so nobody knew what I was doing. And I took the tape off that end and then the other end and I turned it over and took the tape off and took the tape off and slipped out the paper and lifted it up expecting to see my soccer ball. Do you know what I saw? A football helmet. And I was like, what is this? And then I turned the paper over and I saw the tag. It was to my brother. I didn't even have the right present. It was very unexpected what I got in that box, but it wasn't mine to get. But I want to talk to you a little bit about an unexpected gift tonight. But before we do that... I want to see if anybody can guess what's in this box. If you had to guess, you think there's a soccer ball in there? That's a big box for a soccer ball. I
0: I think it's a very huge remote
2: control robot. A remote
0: control robot? What else? A bike? A
2: bike? Wow. Kiwis. All right. Somebody's going to have to open this present so we can see what's in there. Go ahead, Colin. Okay, let's lift this out and see what it is. Uh, my All right, sit down, everybody, so everyone can see. All right, this is what was in the box. Now, if, unless you were in Kids Club on Wednesday night, you would have no idea that this was the winning newspaper sculpture, and unless you were the builder of the sculpture, you probably wouldn't really want this to be your best present under the tree. Let's look at some of these other boxes. I need a volunteer. Ezra, will you open
0: that box? I want to open
2: that. What's in there, Je- Ezra? Let's see. Pastor John's rubber chicken. Is that what you thought would be in that box? That was a little unexpected, too. Joseph, what's in this one?
0: Can I open the last can I open What one? is that?
2: That's a piece of coal. We love coal. We're going to put that back so nobody gets black on their hands.
0: I want to open All right. I want I want to open it.
2: Can you get, get that? Jack, what's in
0: that?
2: (gasps) That present looks a little more interesting, doesn't it?
0: Do we get to keep what we have? There's (laughs) no
2: No, that's the coal.
0: I want to touch the. I want to touch the coal. All right.
2: Let me have your attention back up here for a minute because I want to talk to you a little bit about an unexpected gift. And the unexpected gift is the baby Jesus. You knew that? You're pretty smart, John. But let me tell you why it was unexpected. Some people thought that when God would send his Messiah, that he would come in as a king, as a ruler, maybe riding in on a white horse and take care of all the bad guys. And let all the good guys live a nice, safe life there in Israel. But that's not what God did. His greatest gift to us in the whole world was his son Jesus, but he came as a baby. He came in a very unexpected way, didn't he? And sometimes God will come to us in an unexpected way. And do you know the people who saw Jesus first were the ones that were looking up? The angels were looking up in the sky because, I mean, the shepherds were looking up in the sky because the angels were up there telling them the story. And the wise men were looking up in the sky because they were looking for the star. So if you look up, remember to keep your eyes on God because sometimes he might come to you in an unexpected way. I do have a, a little gift for each of you, so on your way out... Um, I think Nicole is going to have a basket with a little pencil in it for you to, to take on your way home. Okay. Thank you for coming up here.
4: Let's stand as we continue in worship together.
1: the windows too. One of the reasons why I so look forward to this service is the reading the scriptures again and lighting the candles and singing the songs, the great Christmas songs of our faith. When I was a child, one of the um, one of the important moments of our family's life was when we, my parents brought home that year's Goodyear or Firestone Christmas album. Some of you may remember that. For a number of years in the 60s and 70s, Goodyear and Firestone, I don't know exactly why those tire companies did it, but, but the, they, they produced... Christmas albums, and usually they were a collage of artists and songs. You would hear Barbara Streisand or Perry Como, Bing Crosby, Frank Sinatra, the New Christy Minstrel Singers, the London Philharmonic Orchestra. It's a wide variety of them. And we would listen to those albums over and over and over again. And when I hear many of those songs now, that's what I think about. One of my favorites was from the 1968 Goodyear album, and it was by a, an English singer, Anthony Newley. And and on this album, he sang a song, I don't think I had ever heard it before, but even as a child, I, I loved it, and I was attracted to it, and I, I, I've i thought about it often in all those years since then. And it, it's it's a fairly simple song. It's... The title of it is "On Christmas Night All Christians Sing." I, I love the lilting melody of this Sussex Carol, as it, it's named, one of the old English carols from the villages. And I, I always loved the newly was a, was from from England, and he, he sang it with an English accent, and I'm sure that was probably attractive as well. And every time I sing it, I sing it with an English accent, if I can do that. I don't know, but. But it's in my mind and I love that song. And every time we gather on Christmas Eve, I think about that song. On Christmas night, all Christians sing to hear the news the angels bring. On Christmas night, all Christians sing to hear the news the angels bring. News of great joy. News of great mirth. News of our merciful King's birth. But it is especially that fourth verse that seem to, to especially apply to what we do tonight. All out of darkness, we have light. All out of darkness, we have light. It is this, this glorious gathering tonight. As we sit in the darkness, we are reminded that we live in a world of Darkness. We're reminded that Jesus came into a world of darkness, a world in which his people were oppressed. They were ruled by a foreign power, a world in which injustice and violence and hatred was common life. We understand a little bit of that in the world in which we live. It feels like darkness. And it feels like the darkness is getting deeper and deeper and deeper. And we gather together tonight to be reminded that in the midst of the darkness, the light has come in Jesus Christ. We're reminded of the prophet Isaiah, who proclaimed the people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of darkness, a light has dawned we reminded of what the Apostle John writes in the prologue of his gospel. In him was life, and that life was the light of all people. The light came into the world, and the darkness could not extinguish it. And that's why we keep gathering every Christmas Eve to sing the carols and to read the scriptures and to light the candles. And tonight we've come and we've celebrated the coming of the light into the world. We've come to rejoice and to give thanks that Jesus, the light of the world, has come. But we also come tonight to hear the call of the gospel, the call of Jesus, who says, not only I am the light of the world, but you are the light of the world. Let your light shine before others. And that, too, is a, is a significant part of gathering together this evening. We not only celebrate the light that's come, but we give thanks that God who floods our lives with light allows us, calls us to be people who bear the light. And into the world of darkness, we bring the light of his grace and his love, of his mercy and his peace. And that's what we're going to do now. Throughout the evening, the light from the Christ candle has been taken to the lights here in the, in the center aisle. And, and those lights and the lights in the windows, they help us, but it's obvious the light is limited. And we need more light. And that's you and me. And so as we sing Silent Night, Holy Night, those of you who are on the inside aisle here going to invite you to take your candles and light them. You probably will need to pull the globe off of the candle, light your candle, and pass your light down the row. The ushers will take the light to the balcony. And as we watch this place begin to grow in light and to be flooded with light, we remember and give thanks for Jesus, the light of the world, and we let our light shine in the
0: darkness. tonight
1: Holy Father, may the light of your Son shine in us, that we may lead others to the light and life of Jesus our Lord. And celebrating the coming of Jesus, may we proclaim with our words and with our lives, joy to the world, the Lord has come. Amen. Please stand as we sing that carol together. Following the benediction, I invite you to extinguish your candles and we'll bring up the lights. And you can place your candles in the baskets as you leave. Receive the benediction. Now may he who is the light of the world, the almighty God born in human flesh, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, flood your souls with peace and your hearts with love. And may you go from this place to live in the light of his life, now and forevermore. Amen. Merry Christmas.